life. You're born into the world, you grow, you mature, you go to college, you start a career and a family. It looks like everything goes as planned. Or does it? episode of the glory in our stories i'm your host calvin wayne pinnawell jr i thought i'll uh take a trip down memory lane as far as the production of this podcast uh, for many of you who have been following this podcast know that originally this podcast started um over what five years ago not only that, when I first started recording the podcast episodes, I was actually using my iPhone. So thought I'd try that again um, just for this episode because I wanted to go ahead and record it as quickly as possible. So sit back, relax. It's not going to be like it was back then. Back then, my episodes are almost two hours long, but this is right under 30 minutes. So I hope you enjoy. So I thought it would be nostalgic to record this episode the old-fashioned way and that is via my iPhone well via my cell phone Uh, this podcast started back in 2017 with me uh, deciding to take my phone and interview people uh, in relation to their personal stories right now I am outside with my my dog, uh, Lulu, about to take her to our, this dog park that's actually within our complex where my wife and I live. It's a nice change of scenery. She's used to being in the house and thought it'd be a Good chance to just come outside and hang out. But I did want to use this podcast to address a particular subject matter. And I thought it was timely. Won't go into detail why, but the title of this podcast. This particular podcast episode is Parents and Children. Parents and Children. Now, if you all hear me stop or say something abruptly uh, off topic, it's because I have to tend to my my pet. Um, She is not the most social animal, but... She's one of those people that you you, you just got to get to know them to understand them. 
But right now, she is happy. And uh, more than likely, she's going to probably come back over here and try to get in my lap, even though she has all this room to roam. So, but back to the topic, parents and children, parents and children. So, I've been a child for 36 years. I am not a parent yet. Um, my wife and I are not parents. We've never been parents. We've always been children. But we've been children that have obviously grown up. We've acquired wisdom, experience, uh, but most importantly, we established a consistent relationship with our Heavenly Father, uh, God, and developed a thorough understanding of Christ and his role in our salvation. We realize that we're still children of God. Uh, we still have the best parent in the world. Nobody knows you better than the person that made you. They gave you all your characteristics, all your flaws, everything. The person that knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. Best parent. He's going, he's going to do everything he can to make sure you get exactly what you need in this life, within this one lifetime that you get to live. So. I'm only going to say this as a child. I don't know what it is to be a parent. I don't. Again, I've never, never really had that experience. And hopefully one day God will bless me with it. Me and my wife. <clears throat> and I'm looking forward to that. I am. I'm looking forward to that change. I'm certain it's going to be challenging, but very well worth it. And I know that's probably a difficult thing to say, uh, considering the state of, of violence that not only this world, but our country is operating in. You know, I don't have to go into detail about the mass shootings, but I, c I can't imagine how a parent feels about sending their child to school every day. You just never know. You never know. But anyway, I wanted to point out uh, two particular scriptures. Two particular scriptures um, that I thought were very important. So, let's see. Um, so this first scripture is from Exodus 20 verse 12 now at this point you know Moses is is, is giving the uh, children of Israel the Israelites uh, the, t uh, the Ten Commandments uh, at this point they've already exited um, Egypt and they're on there and en route to the land of milk and honey um, and one of the commandments it reads again this is Exodus 20 verse 12 look this up make sure I Exodus 20 verse 12 it says honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God 
is giving you. And in this context is referencing the land that the land of milk and honey that God is sending them to. Um, so uh, this is a transition. This is a transition period within the, the context of of the Old Testament is a transition between where they were and where they're going. And this is just like life. You, uh, you are transitioning um, from like like being a child. You're transitioning from being a kid or a baby to being a full, a grown adult. Um, scientifically, that would be once you reach the age of 25, because scientifically, um, your your brain should be fully developed, should be fully developed at the age of 25, which means that you're capable of of making wise and logical decisions. Um, but going back to the test, honor thy father and mother, so that you. Uh, will basically gain access to what God has for you. So if you read it that way, uh, you're basically saying, uh, you're basically saying, to have access to what God wants for you, it is on the other side of your obedience. And with your obedience, comes your blessings so by honoring your mother and your father it doesn't say honor your mother and father if they send you to college honor thy mother and your father if they put clothes on your back honor thy father and mother if they um, do whatever there's no stipulations there's no um strings attached this is honor thy father and mother which goes to show that god knew that in the future and even during this time during during the old testament that there will be reasons that an individual would say yo there will be reasons why one would not want to honor their parents but god is saying despite that despite how you feel honor your parents in remembrance, basically in, in remembrance of me so that you can gain access to what I have for you. So, um, just the, the definition of honor. I, I've looked that up over the years and uh, basically uh, the definition is as followed. I looked this up in my dictionary app. It says, it's a noun, honesty, fairness, or integrity in one's beliefs and actions, a source of credit or distinction, high respect as for worth, merit, or rank. Such respect manifested high public esteem, fame, glory, the privilege of being associated with or receiving a favor from a respected person, group, organization, etc. So to honor someone means to give them respect. Um, and that's what we're expected to do as kids in reference to our parents. I mean, there's many reasons why we should respect them, not just on technicality, you know, like they, they, they raised us, they, 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 they provided us with shelter, they provided us with all our provisions, 
up until we got to a certain age and we were able to do it for ourselves. I mean, any any parent deserves respect in that in that sense. But even God is saying, regardless of what they did or did not do or do or do not do, respect your parents. And that's true. That is true. Um, I think another thing we do have to consider is the context in which this was said in reference to the times. And keep in mind, this is what thousands of years before the death of Christ. Here we are, 2022 years post the death of Christ. So much has changed since then. So much has changed. Gotta stop and give my baby some water. Give us some water. Um, so yeah, things have changed. So what many of us um, may deem as respect is actually subjective. It all depends on the person who is acquiring it. So say for instance, you may look at someone and say, because say for instance, you're at a cash register and you're the cashier. The person has... Uh, so they're about to make their payment. So they take their card out. And the only way that the card can be read is if you take the card and you scan it yourself. There are two ways that, well, two, three, it's many different ways. But there's two uh, ways by default that a person can hand you their card. They can either hand it to you to the point where it's it's still in their hands when you when it touches your fingers it's really it's, it's being pulled from there so they're actually giving you uh the card um another 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 way that they can give you the card is if they place it on the counter for you to grab and then obviously there's another one which a lot of us would uh, would deem disrespectful is them flicking flicking the car to the point that it, it slides across and it just so happens to stop before it hits the ground. But the first two, one person can easily say that it's disrespectful to not hand the card to you opposed to just placing it on the counter for you to get. Um, there are many different ways to look at that. So again, it all depends on your subjective experience. Um, but by default, I mean generally, when you respect someone, that means you say and do something in consideration of them. That's what you do. So again, that's 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 that can be done. That has a subjective perspective, but objectively. It means to do something in high regards. Do something in, re in relation to holding somebody in high regards. And as a child, as a not only as a child, but as a child of God, it is my responsibility to respect my parents. As children of God, it is our responsibility to respect and honor our parents. I know a lot of us are in positions where we might not like it, depending on the type of relationships that we we anyone has. With their parents but bottom line is honor thy father and mother that's biblical now i want to go to the to the next to the next scripture which is ephesians chapter 6 verse 4 
Ephesians chapter 6 verse 4. And what I'm going to do straight to Ephesians chapter 6 for some reason it's not coming up where is it there it is which is actually the New Testament Ephesians chapter 6 let's see see if I can start at the beginning yeah so okay so Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. Now it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Verse 2, Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. Verse 3, So that it may go well with you, and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Verse 4, Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. The New Living Translation, it says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. Um, the next verse goes on to say, Slaves, obey your earthly masters with, masters with respect and fear. Uh, that is a different subject, but... The Bible does talk about slavery and also talks about the seven years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and you can look this up to fact check. But I think it's you, uh, by those standards, um, if you are someone's slave, you technically owe them only seven years before you become free. Um, I know you I would I would personally read and read up, read up on that and, 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 and dig into it to understand the specifications under those circumstances do not quote me verbatim but last time i read it it did say as a slave you're guaranteed to 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 to, to, to work uh, for seven years before your freedom is is acquired so going back to uh, the second verse i mentioned in ephesians uh, 6 verse 4 it's basically saying parents do not provoke your children to anger um so i think that's that's the other side of that. And not only should you as a child um, honor and respect your parents, parents, in a sense, should not disrespect their children, as in do not provoke them as far as how you treat them, what you do, what you say. Um, and this, be honest, this goes into the rights of kids. And I know some people say a child should be seen and not heard. I think it's, I believe it's both. A child should be seen and heard. Seen, and we live, thankfully, I'm not going to lie to you, we live, thankfully, we live in a time where kids have space. They have margin. Um, they have support. Support in a sense where people are willing to listen to them. Because one thing that I've learned about kids is that kids, when it comes to experiences, when it comes to them being harmed, when it when it comes to their boundaries being crossed and ignored, they will not lie about that. They might. But if a child tells you, yo, such and such did this to me, I would investigate that. I really would. 
I really would. Because at that moment, the only person that can speak for that child is that child. And the least thing, and the least we can do is investigate. So overall, going back uh, to what was explained in Exodus, you know, honor thy father and mother so that you will gain access into the land and, 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 and reap what the earth has to offer. Um, and then going into the New Testament, saying that parents should not provoke their kids to anger. Um, very relevant. Very re both are very relevant. Um, I don't think one is is I personally don't think one is higher than the other. I think it goes hand in hand. Um, again, that that is a subjective perspective on what we deem as respect. But I think one thing that we should consider, whether we are the parent or the child, is doing what we do in honor of God. Honor thy mother and father in honor of God. Um, do not provoke your child to anger in honor of God. So our ultimate desire is to honor and glorify our Heavenly Father. And by doing that, um, we honor our Father by honoring our parents. We honor our father by respecting and by being intentional with our with our kids. So again, I think that's that's very applicable. We live in again, we live in a time where there's a lot of relationships between parents and children that are that are strained. Um, then again there are some relationships with parents and kids where the parent and the child have become good friends. And honestly, there's no, I don't there's nothing wrong with that. If you're able to develop a relationship with your parent where you all can you both can respect each other at the same time, enjoy each other's company. Why not? I'm personally not, uh, you know, afraid to say that I'm, I'm good friends with my mom. We're we are good friends. Yo, we made some awesome roommates. I, I know this may sound weird to somebody, but we did. We made some awesome roommates um, and we've challenged each other. Uh, and inspired each other in our own ways. Um, but yeah, very, um, it, it can happen. And it's nothing that's completely overlooked. But I do want to thank all the parents for doing what you do for your kids. Um, I thank you for listening. I thank you for being kind. Um, and I also thank you for guiding them. I thank you for guiding us and reminding us of our capabilities, reminding us that we're valued, uh, reminding us of where we came from. You know, a lot of our demeanors, a lot of our characteristics and, and physicality comes from you. You know, one parent makes up 50 percent of our genealogy, you know, of our DNA. So whether the parent is present or not, we're bound to inherit those characteristics. And we thank you. You know, we thank you for giving us um uh, the the natural tendency to speak with our hands or to uh, to to walk a certain way or to to have a sense of style and 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 and, and um, charisma, you know, whether it's from our mom or our dad. Like we thank you for that, uh, but most importantly, we thank you for your prayers. Uh, we thank you for your consistency. We thank you for fighting for us, because I know a lot of parents. A lot of parents. Uh, Hello. A lot of parents. Yeah, that's her. 
Um, a lot of parents. Be quiet, Lulu. A lot of parents are. Um, be quiet. A lot of parents didn't have that um, that opportunity to be fed into by their parents, and then their grandparents uh, probably weren't fed into either. So it's it becomes a habitual and cyclical um, issue. Uh, that needs broken you know it's a cycle that needs to be breaking so uh broken sorry that needs to be broken so we need to to consider that so yes the um the um the relationships that kids have with their parents and the relationship that parents have with their kids are all in honor of of, of god they should be a representation of how we feel about god so those moments where we get angry, whether we're the child or the parent, we need to check ourselves and do a heart check and, and realize what our true intentions are. So um, anyway, hope you all enjoyed this episode. I hope you're able to, to hear me again. I'm using my phone, uh, but thank you for listening. This is the uh, latest episode of the glory Not stories. Uh, I'm your host, Calvin Wayne Pennywell Jr. Uh, this episode is titled uh, Parents and children yo thank you all for listening tune in next time for the latest episode of the glory in our stories